August 29th, 2018, and I'm actually playing Dota again. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn, a Dota 2 podcast where we talk about Dota 2 on a podcast. But this week, we're only going to talk about footwear. First off, how about them loafers? How about them loafers? You know, sometimes you get people who are just just sort of sitting around, not doing the job, just just kind of chilling. Yeah, right? but, but how about them? When there's... I think they remind me of a certain kind of shoe. Okay. Like a an old like a dad New Balance tennis shoe, like the white. Not all white, but like I was thinking like a Nike flip-flop. A Nike flip-flop. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I could go with that. You know, like the black rubber with the big white check mark. Mhm. I think I probably had a pair of those for like shower shoes in college. I think everyone had a pair of those at some point. I never bought them. But I have. <laughs> just, they just appear. It's a rite of they passage. Genuinely did. I, I wonder meant, if they just yeah. appeared to Jackie Mao. And he because... he tweets out um, nineteen hours ago. How about them loafers? Well, oh wait, actually, we're we're skipping ahead. The real news of this week is uh, nineteen hours ago, Eternal Envy tweeted a nice sweater and some jeans. And then, how about them loafers? How about them loafers? <laughs> It really seems like he's getting into dad fashion, um, which is yeah. not what I would have expected from from Mr. Eternal Envy. Perhaps he was envious of people with, you know, happy families and stable jobs. Oh, <laughs> that's an unnecessarily deep burn. <laughs> I didn't actually mean it as a burn. I was just sort of making, I was just sort of following a logical train. And I was like, I looked back and I was like, oh, hang on. You know, we <laughs> were going to have Envy on the there. show, but, you know, understandably, he's declined. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's now, just... apparently, all we have to do is give him, like, hmm, I'm not sure the amounts. Let's go with, like, two fast food meals. Because 19 hours ago, he also tweets, <clears throat> Popeye's for, hmm, I can, I've never tried to do an Eternal Envy impression. Would you like Don't. to? Would you? No? no. Okay. No. Popeye's for lunch. McDonald for dinner. Mm. Double McDonald's for late night. Let's go. So, basically, what this means is, I don't know what he had for breakfast. I don't know if he had breakfast. But for lunch, he had Popeyes. For dinner, he had McDonald's. And for fourth meal, he also had McDonald's. McDonald's. This is like... At least least Hmm. one of those McDonald's trips was a Big Mac, a McChicken, and a chocolate shake. Which is not a a chocolate shake. That's, That's a McFlurry. Oh, that's a McFlurry. That's a straight You're up right. like cup of iced cream with or Oreo in it. With Oreo. Wow, that's that's a lot, my friend. Yeah, but I can't tell if it's one trip, if it's two trips. He appears think... to be driving. Uh, I think so. Yeah, he appears to be driving a, a vehicle. I don't know if that means. I think he's back in Toronto because he he's also. I think. <laughs> uh, What's what's the name of this person? Uh, let me look it up. Um, so Eternal Envy tweeted out, Any anime cons coming up in Toronto? And uh, DV0DV0 on Twitter says, There's this crazy site called Google.com. And I feel like that should just be like a bot reply whenever Eternal Envy tweets. Because he'll just like tweet like a Google question. Like he should have just Googled anime convention Toronto. He wants the personal touch. 
right? Like, listen, uh, we'll, we'll use... Okay, well, for, first off, mm-hmm. um, Jackie's chow music, because I guess we're just doing it at the front now, by the uh, way. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been talking about food this whole time. Um, so first off, he, let's, let's compare it to this, right? Yeah. He went to McDonald's. Have you been to a McDonald's this year? <sighs> I've, yes, I've stopped in a few McDonald's to use the bathroom and I think got food at, at them at one point. Did you observe their new automated terminals? No. Not every McDonald's has them. I think but... I've heard about them, but I have not seen them. So basically, a lot of McDonald's now, they're they're rolling them out gradually, and if you build a new McDonald's, it basically is guaranteed to have them, uh, will have installed basically giant touchscreen computers that you walk up to and just place your order there and pay there. And then just like, there's, there's a register at the counter, you can use it if you want to, hmm. but you also have the option of not talking to anyone and just getting food. No. So the future. And exactly. But... Eternal Envy is a guy who likes the personal touch. He's not going to use the terminal. He's going to go to the register. He's not going to use Google. He's going to be like, hey, friends. Hey, Twitter.com. Every person on here Hello, is my friend. Hello, my acquaintances on Twitter. My uh, 185,000 friends. I was curious if you've heard any good anime expos slash conventions in the area of Toronto in the near future. And you know what? If you haven't, that's fine. Sometimes it's better to get a sincere lack of information, sincere ignorance, <laughs> than robotic truth. You know what? That's that's deep. I'm pretty sure that's true. August 22nd. What's the most expensive restaurant in Vancouver that's good? Getting treated. I mean, that would be a hard question to Google. Uh, would it? I mean, you can just like on Yelp search for the three or the four like dollar signs i think and you get a lot of it only hits. goes up to three i think but sure but you're not going to okay. know which is which you're just going to be like okay there are three tiers of types of re- and vancouver's a fucking big or where was it uh vancouver yes yeah it was vancouver uh vancouver's a big city like you go you go to just the three tiers you're still mm-hmm. going to have dozens of restaurants that's a lot of information to sort through you know that's fair that's fair <laughs> uh nick mm-hmm Three minutes ago, Eternal Envy tweeted carnivore. What? <laughs> Wait. What? Just the word carnivore, no punctuation, capitalized though. Yeah, let me let me log into my the bottle crow Twitter and and just see if we get a response live on the air. Oh, should I tweet out care to elaborate? Care to elaborate? My goodness. Or will yes, we of get course. Blocked? Okay. Eternal Envy. Listen, we might get blocked. Sometimes you got to make sacrifices. Okay, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, care to elaborate? We are in the middle of a cooking se- uh, food cuisine. Food, I think, just food. Now, here's the other thing: is you mentioned, and I hadn't thought about this, but you mentioned that he tweeted about the McDonald's, and mm-hmm. he tweeted like basically, and basically, it seemed like perhaps. He went to the McDonald's, got a meal, and then perhaps got food for later? Oh. And so perhaps three hours later, Jackie Mao 
microwaved oh, some McDoubles. I, I, I refuse. I don't want to in, even entertain the possibility, fam. Hmm. I, I, uh, Do you think Jackie Mao uses I the McDonald's know. app in order to get those discounts? Is there a McDonald's app? Of course. Uh-huh. What am I saying? It's just I haven't, like... They have exclusive deals. Exclusive deals. Do they actually? Uh-huh. Right now, you can get a dollar off your first order of $7 or more. That's that's a dollar. It is a dollar. dollar. And listen, I'm not too proud. It's on my way to work. I mean, yeah. You know what I, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, Popeye's for lunch, McDonald's for dinner, and double McDonald's for late night, let's go. I can't pretend I've never had Popeye's for lunch and McDonald's for dinner. That has happened at some dark day in my life. <laughs> I have never gone three for three. <laughs> I hope nobody has to, at least unwillingly, like, I hope if you do it, it's like a, a decision, like you're at home or you're at some place where you could eat other food and you make the decision. Don't don't have the decision made for you. You know, some people choose McDonald's and some people have McDonald's thrust upon them. Like like someone shoves a bag in their hands and it's like a half warm filet of fish or like Mother Earth, like uh, Lady Liberty, Fate. Grand Fate Order, an anime that I see Envy tweet about. It's Fate Grand Order. It's a mobile game. Oh, okay. The intersection of things (laughs) the Six knows about. Gotcha games and McDonald's. (laughs) How about them video games? Um, You know, sometimes you just, you have to, you find yourself at a McDonald's. When When you would rather not be. Damn, it do be like that sometimes. Yeah, but the the thing is, I don't. I at least think he got a fresh McDonald because otherwise, why would he be showing it off in the car? I think. Listen, I once, and I'm not saying that Jackie. Wait, no, 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 no. I can. uh, I will. I will prove this. This theorem. He has a McFlurry, unless he put the McFlurry into like a fridge or a a freezer and then unfroze it. But I think it would. I think by the the state of the paper cup, if you froze it and then un and then like just took it out or like thawed it somewhere, it would have a lot of condensation on it. But you can see in the cup holder of his, hmm, I, I'm not quite sure what kind of car this is. In the cup holder of his car, there appears to be no condensation. It's very clean. Well, so hang on. What time was this taken? This was 19 hours ago, so that would be. Uh, Toronto time, that would be like 1 a.m., 2 a.m.? Okay. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. I was going to say, like, if it was earlier in the day, it could be that the McFlurry was part of the dinner, and he had some, like, he was taking a picture of the dinner and had some later. Uh... But given the timing of the photo, I suspect you're correct, and in fact, Eternal Envy went to McDonald's twice Twice. in one day. (laughs) It's the better option, by far. Kind of. I, there's a certain there's a certain perverse depravity to the idea of buying McDonald's for now and for later. That's <laughs> yes. kind of that's kind of <laughs> magnetically screwed up. I'm also noticing now he must be. I don't know. Does Toronto have a large French population? I thought it was only like once you went more east in Canada, like Quebec and stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, it must have a. I mean, I think all of Canada has enough of one. I don't think it's. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, because I'm talk. now only just noticing he he has this thing. You know, a box labeled McChicken. It's also labeled Mac 
pull pull the tree. I don't know how to speak for it. And like oh, sure, sensible but... sons produktiers. But like once you're in a country, you're in a country, right? Like sure, but gonna, I didn't. Like... I've never seen McDonald's have anything other than English on it. Have you gone to a McDonald's in Canada? No. So like I mean I think that's I think that's all it is. It's, it's like just there's probably there's probably one set of like boxes that they use in Canada, mm-hmm. and so like they distribute them all around. And so even though I suspect Toronto is not as French speaking, they mm-hmm. probably get the same boxes as Quebec, for instance. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, and I I'm sure they probably have like a French quarter or something. If there's an, enough French Canadian people, they just love their French there. While we're here over in in Jackie's Chow. Didn't we get an update on the cheese? Oh, sh- I did. I honestly forgot about this. I was so excited about this, but in the hype that is uh, the international, which is a little thing, I'll have to remind Six about what it was. You know, we forgot. We'll talk about it later. Um, there was the All Star match, right? That happens every mm-hmm. TI, and the prize for the All Star match is the cheese, and they call it the cheese. It is ostensibly Roshan's cheese, cheese, his regular cheese, not the the Rochefort thing that was in the underbelly the under hollow underlord pit lord mm-hmm. it's just the regular cheese and every year we've we've contemplated we've just been dying to know what kind of cheese is is the cheese you know and you know last year i think was it s4 who took a bite in the end uh yeah i think that's correct and like he, he didn't seem to particularly enjoy it <laughs> And that's, you know, completely understandable. But this year, Team Shiver won. It was Team Shiver against Team Machine, 5v5. Team Shiver won. Nobody, <laughs> Miracle claimed, possibly is allergic to cheese, lactose intolerant or something. And then Jerex is like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm allergic to cheese. And nobody on Team Shiver would eat the cheese. So Team Shiver, Shiver took one for the team. And she took a big old bite of the cheese. And I, I think I was, hmm, were you on the Discord call? I was not on the Discord call. Okay. I, it was, you know, me, might have been friend of the show, Caleb, and maybe one or two other people were, you know, having a fun time because we were waiting to see a hero announcement, really. That's why we watched all the All-Star game. It wasn't very good this year. Uh, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to email Shiva and ask her what kind of cheese it is. And it turns out there was like a very easy form to fill out on her website. And so I emailed Shiva asking like what kind of cheese it was or like if she could describe the cheese to me. Because it's important, you know, we're getting all sorts of different uh, like cultural viewpoints on the cheese now. With mm-hmm. every year the international, you know, probably every year a different nationality has taken a bite of the cheese, right? So this time we get... You know, Shiva from the Netherlands. And uh, and she responded. She says, it was a young cheese. Not bad at all. Don't know what type it is, though. So here's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You have you said that uh, various nationalities, we're getting different nationalities' perspectives on the cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Presumably, how this is working is that they are using some sort of probably probably they're using an underlord ult, right? Yeah. To or perhaps an IO tether to bring Roshan's cheese into our world. Yeah. The question is, does the nature of that portal affect the cheese based on where you're going? Because in previous years we were always uh, in Seattle 
And so the cheese would be consistent because you're heading to the same location. I assume if there's also a factor of like time and like, you know, like cosmos based, like prox- then we're fucked. There's nothing we can do yeah. about that. Yeah. The cheese will be, will be, be a chaotic element. <laughs> but if it is purely based on location on earth, then perhaps now that we're in Canada, we got ourselves a different cheese. And perhaps when we go to Shanghai, we'll get a different cheese still. I have no idea how cheese is used in China. I know like in Asian cuisine, generally like a lot of like just people in the East are generally like lactose intolerant or less lactose tolerant. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, hmm, it does seem as if like there's cheese in Chinese cuisine in some like regions, but like, I don't know. I don't know what, what, how would you transform cheese to Chinese cuisine? Something almost antithetical. So you do like uh, chinjiao ros, right? You do like a green peppers and beef like stir fry. Okay. And then you do nacho cheese over top. Uh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going something very. very No, no. I just wanted. I just wanted to get that reaction. Uh, I have no real answer. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I have just googled Chinese cheese. The first result: Russian cheese. R U S H A N. I shit you not. Just Google Chinese cheese. Roshan cheese, with a U instead of an O, uh, is a cow's milk cheese of Yunnan, China. What? What? Uh, can I? Hold on. Roshan cheese. I just sitting I need a, back I need and to like see a picture. rubbing my forehead right now. I know. I, I oh, see a picture very... right now. So they like it, grill it. it. It's like. It looks like a tortilla, like naan. They grill mm-hmm. it. It looks very tasty. But yes, it's called Russian cheese. I wonder how you actually pronounce it in Chinese and if it sounds closer. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. if They should, honestly, I expect them to now use Russian cheese. At I, mean, TI9. I, I don't see how they could not. I think we just scooped them. Yeah, I mean, it's I actually delicious, like, to eat on its own. On, like, like a lot of cheese, you can eat on its own. But this seems like a specific, like, you can make it street food style to be eaten on its own. Mm-hmm. You know what they should really do is they should do that as part of the compendium. Is if you get the compendium that year, you get that year's, like, cheese icon. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, so you could have different kinds of cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will probably do that next year, now that we've talked about it. Yeah, we are the, the bottle crow curse, and don't get it wrong; it is a curse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is gonna strike again. You never know. Yeah. So, okay, Rushan cheese. We uh, we discovered something new today. This was a surprising, surprisingly uh, substantial uh, Jackie's Chow, and we're not even done yet, are we? I don't think we are. But yeah. So, anyways, thank you very much to she for her very prompt response. She emailed at like two a.m., which I guess is. You know, a more reasonable hour in Vancouver at the time. But, uh, you know, she was very prompt with not delivering her Jackie's chow from the front lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would probably be around midnight. So not not much more reasonable. Yeah. St- especially when she's working in events. Like, <laughs> yeah. go to bed, Sheever. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so inspired by... God, our original thread, which has gone and spiraled into madness Yes, now. it's, it's woven um, in. Sadness and Revelation. Uh, We were going to talk about 
what it means to to like have fast food at home. Yeah, I, you know, we were inspired by Jackie Mao having, we don't know, I, I really hope it was by his own volition, you know, three straight meals of fast food, especially Popeyes. I've had Popeyes like once in my life ever. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it's good, but mm, combined with but? like a Mc, in a McDonald's, a temporal McDonald's sandwich, you know, in between two McDonald's meals, ugh, ugh. But it's okay. No, he had the McChicken because he was sort of like trying to transition. It was like a spectrum. It's like you start out with like just chicken and then you get a McChicken and then you get a Big Mac because the McChicken is halfway step. You have a lot more strat. You are much higher Popeye's MMR, McDonald's MMR. MMR. We can just we can just <laughs> say fast food MMR. I mean, I'm the one who ran a Taco Bell quiz on this show. My fast food MMR That's is true. through the roof. <laughs> it's very high. You're going to be at the uh, uh, inter taco national intergastrointestinal. You're going to go to a gastrointestinal specialist. What are we talking about? Yes, we're going to well, talk about like fast. Not necessarily fast food alternatives, because we're not going to talk about, like, on the go. You can take whatever food on the go. It really depends on the logistics of where you're going in terms of, like, what you can take. I'm just going to phrase it this way. Okay, go ahead. Nick, you had a hard day of work. Okay. You got home, and you're fucking hungry. And, like, hungry enough that you're kind of impatient. And you're just going to throw something together to get food in your body. Yes. Fast. Fast. This is like emergency fast food at home. I'm either going to take a potato out of a sack, run it underwater, scrub it with my hands, as long as there's no, like, eyes in it. I'm going to uh, wrap it in a paper towel. I'm going to put it in the microwave for five and a half minutes. I'm going to, hmm, if I have eggs, I will fry up eggs. And then that will take like, you know, five minutes, four and a half minutes, maybe four minutes. So there's, you know, time, a few seconds here and there to intersperse. And then I will put that egg on top of or, you know, next to the potato, which I will lightly smash. I will put salt and pepper over the entire plate. I will put, hmm, let's say, like Tabasco sauce on it, too. Hmm. And if I have cheese, I will like quickly grate cheese over it. And like that would be one of my emergency fast food meals. Okay. And I think I would be ready in six minutes. Okay. My, mine might take a little longer than that, but still relatively, relative, listen, I can, I can, I have a, at certain points been forced to do a medical fast for up to five days. Hmm. I can, I can talk, you know, I gave me an IV, <laughs> but it still, your, your stomach yeah. doesn't understand that you've got an IV. It still fucking sucks. Um, wasn't able to drink water for three days. That was also hmm. real bad. Again. Medically, fine, but God. Um, so when I want, like, a quick meal and I realize, like, oh, shit, like, I, I was going to have dinner three hours ago and I literally forgot. Okay. What I will do is, okay, so this is going to start out from, maybe this is going to sound completely familiar to okay. you. Okay. But so I'm going to start with some chicken-flavored instant ramen. Okay. And I'll cook it up. Three minutes. You know, boiling. And then you add the packet of of seasoning, and you add a pretty healthy dash of Frank's Red Hot. Oh. And then you add, I keep a bag of frozen chicken strips, of pre-cut chicken strips. Mm -hmm. And you add those. And then you add an egg on top, and you cover it up. 
and let it go for a couple more minutes. And you're done. That sounds very good. It's <laughs> it's like instant ramen shouldn't like I'm not going to say shouldn't be this good. Shouldn't be good. I mean, when you need your sodium, you need your right? sodium. Like a, a nice like five grams of sodium just directly into your veins feels pretty good. Right. It just it gets gets the blood flowing. Or not. <laughs> yeah. It stops the blood it's, from flowing. It just gets the blood stopped, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. Coagulation. That, like, hmm, that does sound pretty good. It's pretty good. I haven't tried it with other flavors because I'm we- I'm worried about the interaction of Frank's Red Hot and like some <laughs> some of the other more exotic like they make like cheese ramen. I don't know if you've yeah, ever seen that. I think I and have. I like I would be terrified to find out what Frank's Red Hot would do to that. But I, mean, I also what, know what for could a go fact wrong? it's cheese. And a lot could go wrong, Nick. I guess it's not really cheese. Yeah, I hate yes. to spoil it to you. <laughs> what? How dare they? Ichiban ramen would not do that. Uh. So you know, I'll, I'll maybe I should experiment more, but I'm I'm just I'm scared. I'm intimidated. It's not the time, you know, when you're doing your fast emergency food. It is not the time to fuck around. It really isn't. One time, oh, here's a fun story. One time, there's an alternate recipe I'll do sometimes where I, um, when I don't want to have it, a more soupy ramen, mm-hmm. where I will cook the noodles, and then drain them, and then use half the packet of seasoning, and then soy sauce. And a little bit of butter, and sometimes a dash of hot sauce. And one time I did that with a bowl that I had. I was like, I had a bowl out, and I was like, oh, I never end up using this. This is just a clean bowl. So I made that and put it in that bowl. Um, that was incorrect. I had used that bowl. It had held a lot of sour Skittles, and all the <laughs> sour Skittles the were gone. Fuck? But the, all the citric <laughs> acid was left. And that was the weirdest batch of ramen I've ever tasted. What? what? You and your sour skittles never fail to amaze me. <laughs> They're really good. A bowl? Did you like purchase them in bulk? Or did you just yeah. like yes. I I love the image of you emptying out like a single serve bag <laughs> of sour skittles or just like any candy into a large bowl, like a cereal so the, bowl. <laughs> at this point, as far as I'm aware, sharing size is the largest like single unit of sour skittles they will sell you okay. they used to do like a full like you know those full like 1.9 or was it maybe it was just one pound bags yeah um and they still do for every other type of skittle but for sour skittles i have to assume the fda said dude you cannot <laughs> you know some dude is just gonna open the bag and pour it down his gullet you were gonna give someone like an ulcer you cannot um wow sour skittles are good yeah, put them in a bowl, folks. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. Uh, that sounds good. The noodles, the ramen. You know, it's there's a reason it's very popular. I have I have a bunch of these. It really for me it depends what's around because I don't these days shop regularly. Like I could do the same thing in terms of noodles, but like with dry noodles like udon, soba, just like Chinese style noodles. I would do the same thing, just like ridiculously fast boil like as little water as you need to actually cook the noodles and then like cook the noodles a fresh oh yeah when i had fresh noodles when i was living in philly that was the best because they took like 60 seconds 90 seconds to cook and then you can either do them like dry and or you could make a broth with some of the like instant broth paste that you recommended to me or some like bouillon type 
paste that type like powder like chinese bouillon powder it was pretty good i would do mm-hmm. that and then it's like what do i have around do i have scallions sure i'll like really fast chop up some scallions do i have eggs put an egg in it there's there's lots if, of things to do but it's like yeah emergency if fast you liked food. it then you should have put an egg on it if you yeah that's what, what uh, uh but, but beyonce. beyonce said that, that was a reach i'm sorry i'll turn off the podcast <laughs> i mean i i reach first it's fine yeah you shouldn't reach it's rude well, okay, that was 30 minutes of Jackie's oh, chow. <laughs> we talked about... The international. We happened. talked about the cheese. The cheese is part of Jackie's chow. It was the original Jackie's chow, I think. Jackie's never chowed it on it. I really wished that his team won. I was really hoping that I would be able to talk about... Well, you know, we still talked about the cheese in Jackie's chow, but I wanted to talk about Jackie chowing on the cheese. One of these days. We have to have faith. We do. So the international went down, huh? There was there was a whole there was a whole event that there was that, a whole, uh, big a whole tournament. thing that happened. Yes. <laughs> How much did you end up watching? Um, I still need to go back and watch the rest of the grand finals because I keep having other shit come up, okay. and I, I really like. I will find a time to watch it because it's not just like oh I feel like I should like. Man, when I was when I was on a voice call at like the first five minutes of game two. And then I checked my watch, and I was like, I have to fucking go to work. I was so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I told Six, like, you know, the later games, game four is amazing. But you're doing your, your due diligence. You want to watch the full thing. I completely understand. I think, you know, I do that, too. You want the full story. It's not as special really without the full story of the series. But, boy, I, I watched all of the, the grand finals. I watched, I think, the Lunar's, some of the losers' final in the morning. It was really good. Like, holy shit if you know everyone's heard about it by now even if you didn't watch it but the grand finals these were the best grand finals pretty much hands down like once you see game four six you will understand it was just like the story like it was the story of the tournament for og they just didn't lose like they would lose the landing stage and then lose team fights mid-game and then just the game wouldn't end and they'd win and I, I honestly have no idea how. It was f- because OG played amazingly, but I have no idea how. I mean, this this is the first time we've had a, a 3-2 grand final since TI3. It's been five years. Really? Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. We've had lots of 1-4s. Wow. Or 4-1s, I guess, is, is probably the... But anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, like... I don't, I, it's it's really like fantastic that. Oh, by the way, if 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 somehow you haven't been spoiled, yeah, we're gonna spoil the international. Um, it's an incredible that finally No Tail got his moment, right? Like yeah. that boy's deserved it for so long, and I'm really I'm really happy for him. Yeah, like part of the ma- the magic of the TI was like the storyline. They were very good this year. Very good storyline. <laughs> There was, yeah. a, you know, Reddit had its drama with OG and EG, you know, crit bumping into No Tail, the the look between Fly and No Tail, it was, it was all, and then No Tail, you know, everyone gave him flowers, and he was, and he was powered. It was just very was good. <laughs> it it really was, and it I'm really was I'm good. just, yeah, I'm just so glad that we got we got to see it all the way through because. 
I don't know. It feels like some years it doesn't feel like that. Like the narrative feels kind of like, oh, this team was strong and they beat everyone, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like I understand like this isn't this isn't fucking the WWE. Sometimes the storyline is going to be someone's good at playing this game and they won. And that's fine. But it is pretty exciting to get to see like a real a real, you know, real personal nail drama. Yeah, a nail biter, some personal drama and like someone getting a win that it feels like they've deserved for a long. I guess we've had that a couple of years now, right? Like I feel mm-hmm. like Liquids deserved it for a long time. I feel like Puppy, no matter what you may think of him, kind of deserved a deserved a big TI win for a long time. Well, I guess he got one back in the day on Navi. Yeah. Never mind. That, <laughs> that, never mind. That story sucks. <laughs> Fuck that story. Um, You're fired. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. It was like, it was crazy. Like, OG's run is crazy. The fact that Thompson and Anna just came back and won TI is crazy. Well, Thompson was, you know, his first time in the pro scene. The real person. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was all very good. You know, like we said in our little intermediate episode, it was basically like there was 16 teams who could win TI. Very good competition. Yeah. Like, often very good games. It was really... Yeah. I just... I wish... I wish I thought this would... Because I, like, I feel like last year's TI was really good too, right? Mm-hmm. I think this one was... I, I think right now this one was better. But I guess I don't know because it's hard to say, like this close to the event still right yeah in the moment i i i think it was there was shall we uh shall we put our sour skittles on on ti now there were some major things that i cannot believe happened with like the talent they didn't have purge for the main event he was only there for the groups like the lack of weatherman purge like we talked about just uh, why would you we don't know the story, but why would you get rid of such an amazing segment? Like, you pulled it off, STI, you pulled it off at another major event. Surely, can it Purge pull it off again? Pay him enough that he can pull it off again? It was a very good thing. And then, like, the panel composition, there's a lot of bitching about it on Reddit, but it, like, honestly, there was a lot to be desired a lot of the time. I, uh, <clears throat> who was that very friendly, I'm sure very nice in person, wet noodle? That was the host of TI. Oh my fucking Chobra. <laughs> he just he just he felt like I am a person who doesn't like popcorn very much, right? Mm-hmm. And my beef with popcorn is it feels like I mean it's it's kind of nice, but mostly it feels like you're eating nothing. And that's what that hosting was. Is it just sort of like you, you're not gonna you're not gonna fill up on Chobra. Chobra is just kind of gonna like and it's like okay, well I guess hosting happened and while it was happening, it was fine I guess, but it doesn't leave you with anything. It was he he. It was even worse than that. He crushed the energy, the hype, any time they threw it back to the panel. Just like reliably dropped it on the the ground. The ball was firmly dropped and rolled away. It was. God, it was the worst part about TI for me, honestly, because they would have Red Eye on sometimes. And it's like, wow, this is what a professional, this is what Red Eye does. Like, he he's special. You know, we tried day nine. He was okay. People's opinion on him varies. Better than you thought. Yeah. Uh, but boy, did I miss Red Eye. And then Red Eye was back. And the worst part was they took him away. They had Chobra on the panel for the main, the grand finals. 
And it was just like, wow, this was incredible things happening. So what did you guys think? So that was a pretty good game. Wow. Everyone's really excited here in Vancouver. I don't know what it was. He wasn't using like a monotone. It was just like he was, he was, I don't know. He was the same tone, the same like hype tone, the same like patronizing fake hype He felt hype really tone. insincere. Yeah. He felt like he was there doing a job. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was very sad to see Red Eye go away and Chovra be there. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You bring Paul to the event. God, <laughs> why do we have to mess with things like that? Like, I liked the fact that we had so many, so like talent come, especially those that we don't get to see very often. That's great. Like, please keep doing that. But don't like... Don't fuck with the host because they're an integral part of the experience. I don't know. Yeah, it was a, it was a poor choice. Very very sour note. Like you know, there was an, enough hype during the grand finals, and especially after you know OG amazingly won the last game, there was enough hype to like power through it. But it's just like you know, if I could easily mute the stream, I would have just muted the stream a lot of the time during the panels, which was very sad. Yeah. But hey, yeah, you know, live and learn is not Valve's motto. So we'll see. Hanging <laughs> on the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> yes, hanging. Uh, but you know, overall, like the rest of the the production was really good. There was a lot, a lot of good segments. Like we talked about the Shiver segment, but they had a segment on uh, the Mara Cup, the Mara Dota 2 Cup, which is this... Uh, like Japanese tournament that's been running for I think three years now. It's going into its fourth year, and I've seen the posts on Reddit before, like you know, trying to get support and stuff, and talking about it. And thought, you know, that was cool. But Valve flew slacks out to Japan to meet with Mara, who's like the main organizer guy of the event, and it was it was great. Like an on location segment in Japan with this guy, like talking about this really and in a lot of ways, old-fashioned, like, Dota scene. Because there's not a lot... In Japan, like, not a lot of people play PC games, period. So it's mm-hmm. not very well... It's not popular in Japan, at least. And so the community seems... Like, just watching the, the clips, it seems like, you know, TI1, TI2 community. Like, it seems like a clip from TI1, basically, but even smaller. And so it was really cool, and just to like see this grassroots event it's like hey this is like the great thing about dota the great thing about ti it's all about the game like it's it's very sturdy in terms of like the player base it's a very grassroots thing the mara cup and so is the international in a way because it's all about the game you know i think we said this last year we realized this you don't see a valve logo anywhere you don't see an advertisement anywhere except for team sponsors and stuff and so it's all about the game. And this segment like highlighted this small Dota 2 community in Japan that's like all about the game. And the the guy uh Mara is like he's very a very funny guy. He's like an oyster farmer when you win the Mara Dota 2 Cup and even if you just attend you get like a free buffet. And the prize is like, you know, you get a, a trophy and then you get like wagyu beef, like these amazing peaches and oysters from Mara's oyster oyster farm and like fishing and stuff. I mean, like they took Slack's fishing out on a boat. It was very unexpected. Hey, Nick, 
I'm sorry to derail momentarily, but you moved, right? I did. Where did you move to? Maryland. Maryland, huh? Mm-hmm. Because uh, you said oyster there. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> you sure you it... didn't move to Boston? Oyster. No, that would be do like a fake Boston accent. Oyster. Yeah, it would be more uh. like oyster or washing our clothes. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. It's a well, disaster. Well, in any case, I, yeah, I, I wonder, like, with I, the Mara content, Mara's been streaming actually some since. I don't know if Mara's been streaming before that, but at least people are paying more attention now. To He's, he Mara definitely, like, got, Twitch. you know, a, a publicity bump. He got a bunch of followers on Twitter. He's following them all back because I see him follow our accounts and stuff. <laughs> and he's trying to um, learn english now too it's like great because i'm learning yeah i'm continuing continuing my like japanese learning skills he's the opposite of what i've learned though because like i learned business and he's like this funny guy i think he's like from osaka and they're generally like more like funny laid-back casual people apparently i don't know that much but like i'm i'm trying to translate his tweets and then he's tweeting in english and it's it's like adorable to watch him like gr- in his funny way like learn english and try to like you know very valiant efforts to communicate in english on twitter it's just like cool he's a cool guy yeah i'm i'm interested to see like both him and possibly the ascent of the japanese dota scene which has always been this really quiet like barely there thing but I'm hoping a little bit of a spotlight can kind of jumpstart it because I, you know, more regions competing, the better. Yeah. It would great. be good for me to regret learning Chinese less because, <laughs> boy, especially with TI in Shanghai, it's like, boy, it would be really, really nice to, you know, study Jap- uh, Chinese to understand the scene. Maybe think about going to TI in Shanghai. At least think about, well, you know about, you know, about the, the dragon, you know, spamming you know flame breath uh, breathe fire to you know that's farm true yeah we we creeps, processed so, those know. memes yeah but i can't do it myself no. you know i can't go All straight to the saders <laughs> so get on that weebo <clears throat> so i think there's one other dota thing dota like international thing that i want to touch on okay um we haven't had a touch in with any you know hat perspectives in a little while we've been i think you know we talked about it but it's it's time we haven't done this in a while. It's time for a hat cast, but this time it's it's you know a hat cast in review. TI in hat cast retrospective. So a lot of it a lot of like I've been kind of holding back a lot because I feel like my opinions have gotten kind of stale mm-hmm. on on cosmetics and because I feel like I say the same things a lot, right? Yeah. I say like okay, you're breaking the theme of this character. Okay, this looks like a new hero. Um, the latest one is why does everyone from TI five just have a green crystal in their pocket? That's <laughs> like oh, it's subterranean themed. So Sven has a green crystal in his back pocket, and the rest <laughs> of the set's just a set. I just green crystal. I just don't. I just don't. And so I was <laughs> feeling really down, and I was I was because I was coming back because of Grimstroke, which. Oh my god, we haven't talked about Grimstroke. I can't believe we talked about... <laughs> yeah, they just dropped a hero? That we was crazy. To, we have to hold off. We'll okay, end okay. with Grimstroke. We'll okay. end with Grimstroke. Because, god, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Um, so, I was looking at, at stuff as, as with, with you know, we were doing some Grimstroke testing. 
Yes. And I was looking around at the cosmetics and I was like, oh, I never looked at the Trove Carafe. And I was looking at, you know, like other, like I was looking at the Collector's Cash 2 again because I barely looked at it. And I was like, yep, nope, pretty much hate most of these. These are all garbage. And then I opened up the Collector's Cash <laughs> and I saw Windranger standing there with like proper sleeves <laughs> and a, like a spiked bracer and a golden ghost bird on her shoulder. <laughs> And I kind of lost my shit. Yeah, I was like testing Grimstroke in demo mode in a custom lobby just to see all the ridiculous things. And then you're like, wait, wait, Windranger has a bird? <laughs> just, you know, just the, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, maybe Dota cosmetics are okay. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, six likes a hat? It, <laughs> it really is the, the holiday season the magic and of to be, like to be fair to the rest of the trove craft i feel like the rest of the trove craft was pretty good too honestly yeah, yeah. but that I bird was, it, that bird was so good yeah no i was really i was really impressed but yeah i think like the you know i think the huskar one is pretty cool mm-hmm. i think the uh um fucking what's it what's his dumbass name the roly poly dude pangalier yeah that guy <laughs> i mean it is a pretty stupid name but like <laughs> well it's not like you look at him and you're like what oh of course i know this guy listen i look at shadow shaman be- and i'm be- like bo- ah yes a shadowy shaman got it shadow um, shaman is yellow a little he's got he's a lot like, of he's like he's a fucking simpson six as the shades direct my friend okay um but like that, that one's good. I think the silencer one's good. I think the storm spirit one's good. There's a lot of good ones in this this yeah chest. I realize it's now job. it's actually on theme for you to like the bird because you know it's not a crow but it is a bird. So way well, to way to just, stay on brand. I we don't know what type of bird it is. That's true. It could be a very bright crow. Hey, welcome to bright crow. Right, a bird co- podcast where we talk about. Hmm. Feathers. Feathers on a, an oyster cr- farm. Yeah, there we there go. There we go. Man, okay, I'll, I'll I would go to an oyster farm. Oh, yeah, I can't like eat fun. anything at an oyster farm. Oh, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't have an immune system. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I always should, forget. Yeah, buy a BKB. Uh, when I, after, like, right after my, my transplant, I, uh, like, my like some of my extended family was in town and like they didn't know I was gonna be there, right? This mm-hmm. wasn't actually for me, but they were like, Oh great. Well we should have have like lunch. We'll have it, you know, to celebrate the transplant. Well go to this here's this nice restaurant. And I like I, I was like, Oh, this sounds nice. Like just take a day, you know, a nice Sunday yeah. and go to this fancy restaurant. I don't get to go to fancy restaurants very often. And I stepped in and it's like, Oh, this is really fan it's a buffet. I can't eat off of buffets anymore for the rest oh, of my no. life. <laughs> I just have to sit in the corner and drink a glass of water. <laughs> I was very bummed. Boy. Uh, BKBs. They, they give you immunity. Oh, that's a good point. I yeah. didn't think about we, that. We haven't talked about mechanics in a while on this podcast, but it does give you spell immunity. Well, let's talk about the mechanics of the new hero in Dota 2, Grimstroke. Yeah, so we were watching, and then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Mars, because Mars is, you know, actually coming to the game. 
So they, they're keeping the name, unlike Dark Willow, who used to be called Sylph in the game files. They're sticking with Mars, which is interesting. You know, you, I think, commented, I hope Zeus calls him Ares. That would be, you know, mm-hmm. pr- a pretty good gag. Uh, but, yeah, we don't really know anything about Mars, except it looks like he might be able to command or control little, like, phalanx dudes. Little, little, I don't know, fighter people. Soldier boys. That's Soldier man that always, you know. Damn it. Is this the second episode in a row you did that? I hope we had a, like a gap at least, a good gap or two. <laughs> I can't believe I set you up again. Yeah, but Grimstroke, who his reveal looks like it should be from like a different game. It looks like it should be from Neo or I guess like Tekken maybe. I don't really know Tekken, which is like Grimstroke. That's Venomancer voice, but he's uh, yeah, he looks he's pretty he, evil. He does look very evil, um, and yeah, he does look like he belongs in a different MOBA. Um, but I guess that's kind of cool. Right? I mean, I'm fine with it. He looks bitchin'. His particle effects are very cool. It's like a uh, a mix of Bloodseeker and Shadow Fiend. It's particles. like Street Fighter Four. <laughs> yes, he does focus attacks. Black streaks with red. There you go. But his kit is. It's pretty crazy. Like, it's kind of Oracle levels of you have to know what you're doing or have to know mm-hmm. what you're going up against, which is fun to, like, see a hero introduced that way. Because Dark Willow, well, her release has the same kind of energy as Grimstroke's because Grimstroke was OP. They just nerfed him. They made him smaller because he was huge. His model was just, like, the size of Tidehunter for no apparent reason. Like, it's cool that he's big. He's still big. But, yeah, not as huge. But... Like Grimstroke, you have to know what it does. Because your E, you can cast on allies and it gives move speed, but it also silences and makes them immune to attacks and disarmed, I think. Maybe not disarmed. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what happens. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're going to have to, like, on a, on, a, on the next podcast, we'll have some, had some time with this guy to mm-hmm. sort of understand him a little better. I mean, like, the changes to him came out today. Yeah. So like, and they need he's to still happen. less than a week old. <laughs> yeah, they did. They really did. Yeah, but yeah, but what he I, feels fun. He does, and his alt <laughs> is bananas. His alt is so Dota. Like the the fact that it says you know literally any targeted spell cast on one gets cast onto the other. Six and I tested. A lot of things are bugged. Well, so many things are bugged, as with all of Dota. I can't believe they added this type of ability to the game when they already have enough on their hands with Morphling, Rubik, etc. But, like... The, Witch Doctor which, is so bugged. He, like, throws out eight coconuts, I think, if you target a coconut on one. Like, you see coconuts originate from Witch Doctor, and the number of bounces increases. Uh-huh. But it's very confusing. Yeah, I, it's hard to like. It's we. I, you know, I feel like a lot of them. It was like we were seeing weird interactions and then working backwards, like Winter Wyvern. You know what it yeah. does? Obviously, is it duplicates the spell. And so we did like Winter's Curse, and it was like that's bizarre. They're only attacking this guy, and no one's taking any damage. And it was like, oh wait, that taunt is technically happening second, and they're both within each other's fields of invulnerability. So actually, that makes sense. Okay, I got it. That's weird, but I got it. Um. Yeah. And then it's some a lot stuff, of that stuff. Yeah, some stuff like uh, uh, Death Prophet. 
spirit siphon you can only cast one <laughs> like it'll try to cast on the second person but it won't work i i hope it's a bug and they fix it because you can have multiple spirit siphons like just mm-hmm. regularly so it must be some sort of issue with that i really thought that channeling would trip it up but fiend's grip works perfectly <laughs> fiend's grip people. pugna ult just double suck double friend's grip mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's, very Dota spell. Abyssal Blade, you know, even in the trailer they show Laguna Blade, Diffusal Blade, Radavatos, you name it, you got it. Except for things like we tried Life Stealer Ags, we really hoped it would work. Sadly, not. Ah, <sighs> I wanted it so bad. <laughs> Just eat eat your entire team. Eat yourself. Is, eat is yourself. More what I was I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just want. You'd cause some sort of black hole. I thought there was a solid 50% chance that we would break the game at some point. It didn't happen really, for us. but I Yeah, I really thought we'd find something that would crack that whole thing wide open. But n- no. no, we got we found some. I think the, the, like, the most like working but ridiculous thing I saw was Earth Spirit with Ags, <laughs> yes. where you turn both people into remnants and then kick them in opposite directions. That looked pretty bananas. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that's weird. It, it is technically point-targeted, but you can click on a like a position that's not the thing you... Like a, a remnant, you can kick past it, and it just like grabs things from around you, remnants from around you, but I guess it works for some reason still. Walrus Kick is the most fun one, and if like you... If they have a lotus orb on them, on them and you always kick them, then just the three of you fly away from each other. It's pretty amazing. It's it's all very good. It's very special. It's very Dota. And I hope they keep. I hope they. I hope he gets the dark willing treatment and that he's nerfed until so people stop playing him mid and I can play him as a support. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He he's got a lot of potential. Um, but I guess we need to leave it there for now because this is already a long episode and anything else well it's it's a it's a decent length episode but anything else we got into we would talk about for a while and also uh, i'm sure anything after that you know jackie's chow segment is probably just filler everybody's here yeah, for I, jackie's chow people probably honest. didn't even listen no well that means they're not going to hear me say that obviously Bottle Crow Reborn is a podcast that you can find on your podcatcher of choice, and in fact, you likely did, but if you want to help us spread our reach and make a better show, you could recommend us to a friend. I want to give a big thank you to Jeffrey Price, a.k.a. Pumodi, who made the Rhythms of Rift Shadow Ruins uh, music pack, which is our intro and outro here on Bottle Crow. You can find it in the Steam Workshop and help get in-game. I also want to give thank you to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Sfimi, who did our podcast art. And... And that's not all. Oh, is it? I'll go last. No, that is all. What do you got, Nick? Okay. Uh, just real quick here at the end, a follow-up. When I tweeted at Eternal Envy, care to elab- when he said carnivore, and I said, care to elaborate? We're in the middle of a food segment recording right now. Unfortunately, Envy did not respond to us. However, Andrew at Yolk Soup on Twitter replied, no. So he completed the meme. Uh, Let's see. Let's just, you know, a little bit of background real quick on Yolk Soup. Uh, Dota 2 player, romantic drama anime lover, LD2L season 2 winner, fanatic fan, and uh, his Snapchat is Yolk Soup. So, you know, go follow Yolk Soup on Twitter. Well, hang on. Let's not not fucking, like... I mean, he replied to the Bottle Crow podcast Twitter account. Okay. We're not outing anybody here. To be clear, we are not asking that 
like if you want to say say hey you're on a podcast like high five don't harass this person don't in any way do we have some sort of uh cult following who's going to attack people listen i have you never know i may have given this podcast out to some professional hitmen and they may sometimes misinterpret we talked about this your hitman obsession has gone too far (laughs) i just thought it it was for the game and they were like okay I was I was like, oh man, check out that new target, and they were like, yeah, and then they're like, you know, major political leader, and I was like, wait, what? Oh no, I've got fallen into the, the wrong sort. I'm gonna end this podcast now. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> peace out. Actually, uh, one, real quick, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. do not follow Yolk Soup on Twitter. I just went to his Dota buff because he linked it in his Twitter profile. His most played hero is Techies. Maybe Ooh. you can harass him after all. Don't don't harass him, but just don't get involved. You're not gonna. It's a listen. If you learn anything from a person who plays techies the most, he just wants any kind of interactions so that he can blow <laughs> up on you. Just don't even bother. Just leave him alone. And we'll leave you alone next time. Peace out. You're listening to a Scanline Media Network podcast. Check out our other podcasts, like Bottle Crow Reborn. So here's the thing, Nick. Nobody cares. <laughs> no. It's not about that. Uh, you actually convinced me. Shit. The Garnet Wager. Uh, and immediately we get Yunji being like, so hang on. Why does everyone call Jinho Kong? And Jinho, like, really circuitously explains because they're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it means th- it means bean, but it's all, like, small person, and, like, I'm... Neutral game. So, if you reverse the frame data, you can still play the game, and it'll just sometimes take longer to figure some stuff out. Oops, all anime guide in. I've known some podcasters with taste, and they're all cowards. <laughs> Let's talk about today's menu oh my God. for the Emia family. Operation Serial. Episode 4 was a bit more understandable, but also, I continue to sour on these kids. I think they're dicks. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. And our patron-only podcast, Oops All Anime. And he has the blessed privilege of getting an invite. He shreds it in front of her, looks her in the eye, uh, like, touches her face. Wipes a tear off of her eye. (laughs) Wipes a tear off her eye and goes, I'll kill you. Visit Scanline Media at scanlinemedia.com and our Patreon at patreon.com slash scanlinemedia.